Welcome to Empower Dash 2021. My name is Ashley Turner and I am your podcast host who is a domestic violence survivor and is here to empower you to say fuck you to your adversity and go from being a survivor of your life to thriving in your life. So let's get straight into this shit. Just want to remind you, I do have a bit of a potty mouth, as you can tell just by my intro. So if you do have kitties around, I apologize in advance. This is probably not appropriate for their ears, but you're welcome. Welcome back to Empower Dash. It is the, I think, third episode of Empower Dash. And I wanted to open up about personal struggle of mine, a mental health um, issue that I've been battling for years um privately but I thought this year that I would open up about it because I am all about being real raw and honest with you guys and this one is about my body dysmorphia I guess mental health that I've had for years I have been highly critical of my body um which leads you to I guess that obsession around it um so today i'll go through some of you know what are the signs of body dysmorphia what are the common things that people going through it um generally like to pick on about themselves and how i've started overcoming it it's something that i've definitely got better with but for years it was crippling to me it was something that i was battling internally um And I think it does have something to do with, I guess, the exposure expectations that you do have on social media as well. When you see beautiful women on there and you think that is the reality, yet you don't see everything behind the scenes. Um, And this is um, something that I didn't think that I would talk about. I've spoken of it briefly in podcast episodes but I haven't really got into detail about it and for me the purpose of this is I need to be the change that I want to see in the world and in my life in particular and I need to be honest with you like I've been honest with you with my domestic violence story I want to be open and honest with you in regards to mental health because mental health is just like if you're going to the bloody doctors for a physical check. It's the same bloody thing. And I think people have this this little, they scrunch their nose up like, oh my gosh, you know, they've got depression or anxiety or X, Y, Z, just like eating disorders and stuff like that. We all go through something internally and mentally, um, but we just have to be more, open to sharing about it and letting people know it is okay like we all go through these ups and downs in life we all have these pain points in life that we um we struggle with my body has been one of them for years um i i believe that it's more common in women but it definitely does affect men as well so for me um some signs of body dysmorphia is around I guess, obsession around diet and calories, um, always counting your calories, making sure they're low, which then can link into you know anorexia and bulimia and all that sort of stuff as well. But it's more focused on yeah, your calories, your diet, always being super healthy, being really conscious or feeling guilty if you do eat something bad um, because you feel like your body 
is not good enough. So for me, a great example is if I look in the mirror or if I look at photos, you'll see me for me, but I see someone that's probably 10 to 20 kilos heavier. Like I just have this extreme view of my body. Like I've always been highly critical of it. And we've spoken about bad habits in a previous um, podcast as well. I'm really highly critical of myself. Therefore, I'm highly critical of my body as well. And as women in particular will know, we go through changes in our body every bloody month. Like, and therefore, it affects my mental health every month as well. You know, just that water retention will trigger a lot of anxiety for me or it'll make me feel super insecure or it'll make me just avoid mirrors altogether because I can't stand to look at myself. So, you know, pe- people with body dysmorphia become mirror obsessed. They're either obsessed with looking at their bodies in the mirror to see how they look or they are like wanting to avoid mirrors because they don't want to see themselves because they don't like what they see. Um we intend to isolate ourselves from social groups. Um, and, yeah, we just we feel like we don't want to be out there in the world. So, for example, if I you know go food shopping, I used to not like wearing shorts because in my mind I was like, people would be staring at me going, why am, I, why am I wearing shorts? My body's not good enough to rock shorts. My legs are so big. And I would think all these things about what people are thinking of me when people probably don't give two fucks (laughs) about what I look like or haven't even noticed that I'm there kind of thing. But it's just this paranoia or this self-consciousness within yourself that you think people are staring at you and thinking these things. So you you tend to go into isolation a bit and you avoid photos. Um, I know it's hard to believe, but I really don't like fucking photos. I don't like seeing myself in photos. Um because it brings up bad memories for me when it comes to body dysmorphia. You know, heaps of people get really focused on their surgery, their appearances, they want to change everything, physical things about themselves. You see all these people with um, who have gone through so much surgery, you can't even recognise themselves anymore because they were just obsessed with how they think they need to look to be beautiful, to be perfect. You... Think that your self-worth is based on your physical appearance. For so long, I have thought that no one will want to date me or love me because I'm not a size bloody you know, zero or I don't have a six-pack or I don't have bigger boobs or I don't have an ass or I don't have X, Y, Z. Like whatever it is, you start attaching your self-worth to your appearance, your weight and everything like that. Um, another sign is around... Picking and pinching your skin. Um, some people will scratch at you know, scabs. Um, some people will pinch their fat to see, you know, feel how fat they are. I've done this on many occasions. Um, and it's just, it's, I don't know, it's, it's horrible when you do it, but you just go, oh, yeah, okay, I'm, if I pinch my, you know, fat on my stomach, oh, I'm skinnier today. Or, oh, my gosh, I've put on weight. Like, it's this. I know this physical thing of touching your body to see how it feels um, in your hands. You find yourself that you always need reassurance. You're always comparing yourself to other people, especially like on social media 
or with your friends. You avoid places like beaches because you don't want to be seen in a bikini or you avoid wearing certain clothes because you don't want to show off your legs, your arms, your, your stomach, whatever it is that you're insecure about. Um, you, you know, it can result to depression and anxiety. So for me, I've, I've never dealt with depression, but I do get major anxiety when it comes to social situations that, which then triggers, you know, my body dysmorphia sort of mindset with, like I said, with the food shopping, if I go to the shops, I start freaking out like, oh my God, these people think that I'm gross. Why am I wearing this set in clothes? I'll try to cover myself as much as possible. All of these things lead to that anxiety. Even when you're dating, that would terrify the crap out of me because you go, oh my God, I'm not good enough. No one's going to want to date me. All of these things just play this domino effect in your life. Um, and you can become quite obsessed with personal grooming. So always getting like facials and stuff always needing to shave, always needing to get, you know, surgery and fillers and all that sort of stuff. Um, you do all the, these things, like even just, you know, what is it, a fat freezing, all of these things to make sure that you look good. Um, I have definitely suffered from that um, as well. So those are some signs. Um, if you feel like you're resonating with some of those things, I would suggest you talk to a doctor, a psychologist, counsellor, anything like that to talk to them about that. Um, if it's really affecting your life and your mindset. Um, but some common, I guess, things that people with body dysmorphia, I guess, pick at with their bodies is around, I guess, their size, their weight, their tone. Like that was a big, that, that was, that is still a big thing for me is, how much do I weigh? How do I look in the mirror? You know, how much muscle have I got? How much fat have I got? All of that sort of stuff plays an effect. It's really around your body as a whole. Another thing could be, um, especially in women, is around your breast size. Are they big enough? Are they too small? All of these things you start getting paranoid about. I know you might, well, I got mine done. Not many people know that, but I didn't get it done because of body dysmorphia. I got it done because I had a child and they ruined, he ruined my boobs. So there, there, was, there was a difference there. But I know heaps of people that do it because they are super self-conscious about it. Um, they're obsessed with like hair on their body and stuff. So it could be their, their hair on their head or on their body. They've got to be basically, you know, what is it called? Hairless cats. They don't like hair anywhere on their bodies or their face, their you know, arms, legs, anything like that. Uh, skin's a big thing. So if you have acne or scars or stretch marks, freckles, you become obsessed with that. You want to get rid of it somehow. I know I've suffered from that through my skin. Um, I've not always had the best skin. Um, I'm happy with it now, but I was obsessed with getting rid of you know, acne scars and trying to get rid of bloody freckles and then realizing, woman, you can't get rid of freckles, so chill the fuck out kind of thing. And another thing's around your facial features thing, so really be a big one. So it might be your lips, your cheekbones, how your eyebrows are, your nose, all of those things. And that results into more, I guess, the surgery um, element in the path that I was spoke, spoke about before. But how do you overcome it? Um, so... It is a you know day by day battle. There are some days where I'm fine, and there are some days where I'm like, 
oh my gosh, I just want to stay in my bed and not leave because I don't want to look at myself in the mirror and I don't want anyone else to see me as well. So it's literally day by day sometimes. Mine personally is around the wonderful period cycle. Um, some weeks I'm great when I don't have it and then the other sort of two weeks with that sort of, what is it called, the luteal phase, I think that's what it's called, you build up to it, the PMSing, and then when you have it, that's a big phase for me where I just really can't look in the mirror. So that's what I've done to overcome it is I do avoid looking in the mirror in those you know, the, the times of the month because I know that will trigger me to feel really, really bad and get really, really nasty on myself and my body. I have um, consciously had to pull myself up. So if I do say something really bad about myself, I make sure that I make two kind comments about myself, something that I love about myself, something that I'm grateful for, something that I like about myself to make sure that I counteract that negative because I truly believe there is so much good in us. We've just got to be conscious and we have to be aware of it. So if I do have a slip up, I tell myself three things that I'm grateful for or three things that I love or like about myself to counteract that. I have obviously, I track my periods and everything now. So then when I start getting highly critical or really anxious, I look through this tracker and I go, okay, that's the reason why. So it's not just a random thing that's popped up. I'm being very conscious of when my periods are because that's a trigger for me. So then I know, hey, don't wear tighter clothes because then you'll have a fucking meltdown. Don't look in the mirrors. You know, Don't do the things that are going to trigger you even further to be hard on yourself for me i meditate um that's a big thing to really center myself to balance myself with my chakras my affirmations to really get my mind clear again meditation has changed my life especially with someone like me i've got um i'm a really fast thinker i overthink but it's like ocd sometimes i become quite uh obsessive with the thoughts or my goals or things like that that I need to calm my mind down a little bit. I feel like my mind probably starts racing at a you know at a speed where most people don't. So I've got to be conscious of that and I've got to center myself and I've got to release all that negative energy that I'm holding. And also I've had to remove certain people off social media. So if there's certain people that trigger me to feel really really bad about myself then I've removed them I've made that effort and I've taken action but for me it is I'm aware of it now so that's number one you need to be aware of it and then you need to find ways to mitigate that your triggers and understand what your triggers are and how to manage them and control them but for me it is literally day by day it's it's a battle there's good days there's you know there's bad days just like any of your mental health, just like your mood, just like your motivation, just like your energy, you're going to have good and you're going to have bad days. And I think it's important to recognize that it is okay if you're aware of it and it is okay to reach out to professionals for help if you need to as well. It is, you know, we are all on this journey to find out you know, our purpose and to heal ourselves and to have inner peace. And this is just one of the things that we've got to go through is our internal demons that we all face. It might not be body dysmorphia, but 
Um, this one's mine. This is one of my internal demons that I have been battling for years. And I still continue to battle. So that is it for today. I thought I would just share that with you. It's a personal story or a personal demon of mine about what are the signs of body dysmorphia, um, many of those that I've had to deal with myself, what are the common things that people with body dysmorphia sort of pick at about themselves and how I've tried to overcome it as well. But definitely it's mindset. If there's any key takeaway, it is mindset. You change your mind, you change your life, and that is critical with anything in life. It could be your issues or it could just be day-to-day -day routines and empowerment. It's all about your mindset. But I'm so proud of myself for just opening up about that. I didn't know whether I was going to share this or not, but if I can have, and I'm owning it. And if you have any questions around this, please reach out to me on social media. I am an open book when it comes to these things, and I do hope this helps you as well with your own internal demons that you may be battling because you're not alone with this as well and I just want to say thank you so much for letting me be part of your empowerment journey in 2021 it's you know it's going to be a roller coaster we've just come out of the back of 2020 which has seemed to be a bit of a um, hashtag perspective on life I wouldn't say a shit fight has its moments but I think it's all about perspective and I can't wait to help you guys achieve what you want to achieve get in tune with self accept who you are and fucking just own it so Thank you so much for listening to me. Follow me on Instagram for more daily in, um, empowerment content. And thank you so much. And let's go forth and kick ass at life. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Thank you for being you, staying true to who you are and wanting to change your life and taking action by listening to this podcast today. We are all here to be better humans and to be kind. But remember, empower people, empower others to be the change that they want to see in the world and in their lives. So let's fucking do it.